Yes, it is a much-anticipated clash with the Perth Wildcats after the Kings have started the season two and one. One of their new stars for the roster this year is Sam Timmons, and I'm happy to say he's in the studio. G'day, Sam. Oh, hang on a minute. I think so. hang on. No, no, oh, there, there we go. go. Yeah. It's a trap for all players, yeah, I young and old. I did say hello back. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you did say hello. Uh, welcome, mate. How are you enjoying the Harbour City? I'm loving it. Yeah, yeah. it's awesome. Like, um, I'm, unfortunately, being injured at the moment, I haven't been travelling with the guys going on the road. Mm. But um, that has given me a chance to get out and explore the city a little bit more. And I'm loving it. Yeah, just kind of getting around, familiarising myself with the, the new home. Where yeah. you li Where are you living? Uh, Olympic Park. So, like, that's yep. e easy by the game and out by where we train and stuff. So, that's kind of where... You know, spend most day to day, but like when we get an off day or something like that, it's easier to scoot around and come into the city or little suburbs and stuff. I'm loving it. And, and that would find you doing what, Sam? Uh, cafe hopping mostly. Is that right? Big coffee guy. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, all right. Uh, it, well, the city's well stocked from that point yes. of view. Lots yeah, of... I haven't run out of cafe. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's right. You won't. You won't. You yeah. can stay a decade with the Sydney yeah, Kings. You, you will not run out. What about the organisation itself? How have you found the organisation? A new coach. Um, um, obviously, there's an element of pressure that goes with playing with the Sydney Kings at any yeah. point because it's the, the biggest market. But also, when you come off the back of two straight premierships, there's added pressure to that. Yeah, it's an interesting kind of dynamic that's going on in the organisation because we're obviously back-to-back -back champions, but at the same time coming in with a almost completely new uh, staff and uh, playing group, Yep. then, you know, like we've got this like legacy to live up to that like only a few of us actually helped build. So yes. um, it's, it's good, you know, so like you're heavily critiqued. You're critiqued as the defending champions when you're kind of in the rebuild phase, or not a rebuild phase, but, you know, you're building up to get back to that level. So it's good. Um, I've, it's been an awesome challenge, an awesome dynamic. I think the way that Mood's been leading the guys and kind of like, I, everyone believes in what he's doing. Yeah, um, it's, it's awesome. It's a it's a very new brand of basketball for everyone to play. So I think, especially in the Blitz, you know, some of the Kings fans yeah. are going, oh uh, and three, what's going on there? Yeah, but it's just you know, it's growing pains and it's like you know, it's learning and you know, kind of gelling and stuff. So I think it's it's all headed in the right direction. Owner Paul Smith describes it as, as an intersectional league. So there's people coming in and people going out, and you know. Uh, you know, realizing dreams yeah. by going to the NBA, but coming here and re realizing uh, dreams as well. So it's it's unique in that way. Mahmoud Abdul Fader, we had him in here. Yeah, unique character, <laughs> yeah. right? So yeah. positive, Just such emanates positivity, doesn't he? Yeah. So and, and and you f you found that the the change that he's brought about. So obviously you've got to sell that really well, and I'd yeah. imagine he's very good at that too, right? Very much so. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like any time that you know, I guess I'm, for PR and like doing media stuff, he's awesome because like. That, it's just how he is, you know, like he yeah. doesn't like and like walk in and like put it on, <laughs> put it on, you know, that's just how he is 24 seven. So you don't really have to worry about it. But like as a, as a playing group, like sometimes you come into training and like, you know, preseason can get quite long. Um, guys starting to be like, man, let's just play. But like every day he brings that. So, you know, yep. like whatever you kind of headspace you walk in the door with, like he brings you up a, a, like just that little bit, you know, and sometimes that's like a massive difference maker. I appreciate you, Jimmy, <laughs> is what he says. Oh, that... was, was that him? Did he just walk in the studio or something? <laughs> nice. Nice, Sam. Hey, um, uh, the injury, what's the latest? Um, yeah, so I figured that having a healthy calf was just not for me, so I <laughs> tore it about six weeks ago. Mm. But um, no, it's been really good. Like in terms of like the organisation, I'm saying like it's no wonder to me that uh, they have had the success they've had in the past two years. Like from the foundations of like you know right assessment, what happened. You know, as a player, my mind's all over the place. You know, I'm, it's day three. I'm here. I'm injured. 
you know, like I'm gutted. But, you know, just the way that they were able to kind of like put things into perspective for me, lay out the, the rehab plan and just the professionalism with which it was handled and how much, uh, you know, assurance that gave me as a player has yep. been awesome. So, like, the fact that those sort of things are in place and from an organizational standpoint is, like, mind-blowing to me. And I was really appreciative of it. Return date, return game, yeah? Uh, return game, not uh, – I think we're in down to, like, a couple of weeks – Kind of give or take is, right. is what we're hopefully hopefully working with now. I've, I've been, you know been running again, jumping again a little bit. So there's that like once you start to move, tick all those boxes, then becomes you know getting into basketball and being able to do it through contact yep. and be able to you know give your muscles enough reps so you're not fatiguing really really quickly and then exposing yourself to the risk of re-injury. So I'm in a the fun part now where I actually get to get back on the court a little bit. So yeah, it's, man, it's been a long time coming, but I'm excited. Uh, nice. All right. Obviously, New Zealand born, Dunedin. Um, rugby. Rugby. Of you, course. Your dad, yeah, of course. Your dad was into rugby. When did basketball start to take over? Um, basketball, I, I really, I was just, me and my mates were not doing anything on a weekend and we heard that there were Otago, which is my, the region I'm from in New Zealand, there were basketball trials on for under 15s and we just kind of, one of one of the bros was into it and so we all went along because, <laughs> like, yeah, we like basketball. Like, we throw the ball at the hoop at, uh, um, you know, morning tea and lunchtime at school so we went along and did that and then it kind of took like a two three year period for me to go actually this is way more fun than rugby so, wow yeah yeah and right then, uh, one day my first year at high school which is otago boys is a pretty prestigious rugby school yes um the you know the coach was like right any year nine boys worth your salt stay behind and sign up for rugby and i was like um i don't think i want to and that was kind of the end of my rugby career and told dad later that day and he was like oh bit miffed but at the same time he loves basketball so it was all good right Nice. The fact that you're uh, 211 centimetres tall, is that? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that sort of helps as well, right? It does, yeah. Like when I was younger and I was kind of like bigger than all the other kids, <laughs> I could catch the ball and score from wherever I was. And uh, later on, people started being able to tackle me and rugby became significantly less fun. Right. Once I was able to be tackled. Yes. Yeah, that contact part of rugby, you yeah, know, that gets, you know, gets in the way a little bit. every time I touch it, <laughs> boring sport is this. Uh, all right, what about at Sydney Kings? Have you had much to do with Luke Longley, Andrew Bogart there? there. I know that Luke's there, Luke, I think, more than Andrew. Yeah. He's been around a bit. He's been awesome. Like, uh, I think, you know, within days of me signing a contract, I got a call from him when I was still in New Zealand. Wow. Which was massive, you know, like, that sort of stuff means a lot. My phone was blowing up from texts from everybody in the organization, which is really cool. You know, yep. especially, I think sometimes you go into an organization from the outside, um, especially when it's a league you've already been in. Yes. It, you can feel like pretty apprehensive about, you know, how am I going to gel? Like, what's the vibe going to be like? But everyone's sending you texts like that. It just, it makes that first step a whole lot easier. But yeah, Luke's been good. Um, very, uh, he's like helped me to find like shoes because, you know, uh, I got size 18 shoes. so like 18? Yeah, so it was, wow. I had to hit him up and be like, so what's the deal with getting shoes in Sydney? <laughs> so like, it's been very good from, you know, uh, that sort of um, standpoint. Yeah, nice. I want to go back uh, to your university career, University of Washington. Yeah. Um, so they're the dubs, not the Huskies. I was thinking Huskies, dogs. but uh, the dogs. Yeah, well, it's like they are the Huskies, but like they say Huskies, dogs. Dubs up, it dubs like the W that you make with your. Ah, so we've got like three different names, just kind of go by how we're feeling on the day. Okay, I've got two uh, brothers in law over in the US. One of them went to University of Washington, yeah. who raves about his time up there as well. How was it for you coming from Dunedin? Um, over there, obviously, in, on, on a scholarship, but yeah. uh, that's a change for an 18 year old. Oh, it was massive, bro. It was a huge culture shock, um, especially like for me, like 
basketball in the South Island especially is like very much like you only play it if you love it sort of thing. Like right. it's not really like, right, I want to make a name for myself and make a good amount of money. I'm going to play basketball, you know, right. in Dunedin. That's just not, that's not how it works. Right. So like it was, a, and then you get into the college scene and everyone there has been the best player on their team for their entire yep. life. And yep. everyone wants to go to the NBA and make a lot of money. And it quickly, and like, it took me a long time to de mentally deal with that, like adjustment, like, oh, like, cause I was like, obviously I wanted, I had a, a professional aspirations, but my heart was still kind of like, I love basketball and it's a team game and that's yes. what I love about it. Yes. So it took a while for me to adjust to the, the cutthroat nature of like everyone's kind of like, it's a team and you all get along, but at the same time, everyone's kind of there to get theirs. So that, which was, a, I think, the biggest adjustment for me. I, I think it's really interesting that it's that sport, and we've talked about it on this program previously. It's an individual sport played by five people. Yeah. Like it's, cricket is the biggest individual sport. Like you can, if you're a, batsman you can score your runs and no one else yeah. has to impact on it and, and basketball is a little bit the same give me the ball and i'll go and score yeah, it's 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 like a much it's it is very individual but it's also like incredibly reliant on the other four people sure. as well you know like one person can have 40 points and the team can win but you know that guy might not get 40 points if he doesn't get screens and the ball pass and everyone else playing good defense and doing things that set him up so it's like you know coaches when you're young, you know, often tell you like, don't worry about the stat sheet. But at the same time, if you're a young kid thinking like, how do I make it? 30 points yeah. sounds really nice, you know, like yeah. it's, it's very, and basketball's starting to get a little bit bigger in the like, you know, social media and just like pop culture, it's becoming yep. more present. So a lot of kids are like thinking, I want to be that guy. And it's, it's a difficult time right now for like, especially coaches dealing with it, young kids dealing with it. It's an interesting spot that basketball's in. However, the keen observer will look at the player who can help out a team. You know, we talk about Wilt Chamberlain, one of the greatest players in the NBA, but Bill Russell won 11 championships, yeah. you know, um, which is a way to look at it. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. 1170 You're listening to The Crossover with Sam Timmons, our special guest today from the Sydney Kings. Remember this Sunday, the Kings taking on the Wildcats. Kudos Bank Arena. You can get your tickets from Ticketek. We've got to take a break and we're back with more. If you want to ask Sam, you're open to answering questions from the listeners. Depends on what the question is. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Correct answer. Uh, 0457 736 736. Send us in a text. All right, we're breaking back with more.